You're entering a spooky classroom. One so spooky and scary, it is scarcely recognizable as reality. Your next stop ahead, the Spooky Film Society. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Oddity Film Society. This week we are watching Michael Doherty's Trick or Treat. I believe we've already watched it. This week, this week. we have watched. Yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Thomas. I'm this Anderson. Is our, oh, Sorry? This Sorry. is our Halloween episode, if you couldn't tell by the amazing intro. I'm Anderson. Emily. Grayson. Rachel. I'm Hewan. Are you, though? I don't know. I could be Dave. It... What's David like? David? Yeah. David's not nice. Oh? No. What does he do? Does he torture cats? Yes. Oh. A little bit. Not too much. Can David come out to play? Not right now, no. Okay. Does he just turn into, like, that secret <laughs> movie? <laughs> Who's in the light currently? Um, I'm Bill. Hi, Bill. Hi, Bill. Hi. You sound a lot like Dave. I do. <laughs> and Kewen. Kewen also sounds a lot like Dave. Yeah. We take turns. How'd you get this turn? how do you decide on the turn taken? Um, whoever's not tired. So you're not tired, or you're the least I'm not tired. tired. What if you're all tired? Um... Then we kind of just go comatose for a bit. What if you're all not tired? Uh, it's chaos. It's kind of like a everyone's trying to get out at once. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> Rachel dropped her phone. She does that a lot. Is it okay? Oh yeah, it's fine. Is it cracked? How is the case? Does it, no, does it have a crack? But the case is missing a chunk. Ooh. Does it need CPR? Check out my case. It's broken all up around here. The, <laughs> yeah. the top part of my otter box is all broken. The, the bottom part where you plug stuff in is all broken. The rubber part is still intact. Well, yeah, because it's rubber. Yeah, but like, I didn't think otter boxes were supposed to break. I don't think they are, but this one definitely broke. You're very talented. I think I'm supposed to send them a piece of it, and then they'll send me a new one. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that yet. A piece of your case? I, to show that it broke. So if you just break off a piece of your case right now and send it to them, mm-hmm. would they just give you a new one? That's what I was told. Somebody also told me that all I have to do is like, like go to their website and log in and create an account and tell them that my phone broke and then they would send me a new case. Oh. And I tried that. And it didn't work. People are liars. Most yep. the time. Yep. Uh... Thomas never said his name. Oh, he did at the beginning. <laughs> did. And then he said, uh, this is our Halloween episode, oh. if you couldn't tell. 
No, I couldn't tell. Yeah, Thomas didn't want us to introduce ourselves. That's he was just jumping right I, into I, the show. I had to interrupt Anderson saying his name. Uh, any news items worth uh, chatting about? Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is back in theaters for Halloween. How do you feel about that? Well, the reason I bring it up is because on the first podcast uh, of this year, you brought up that you were confused as why it was released in August and not, like, in October. Because it kind of more fits the October season. And then, because then the day I was listening to that after you put it out there, I saw a trailer saying that they were, it's back in theaters for Halloween, which is kind of funny. But I think that's, I think that's good because I never actually got to see it in theaters. So this is a Ant-Man Second Chance Man. All right. Is anybody going to go see it? I'm seeing it tomorrow night with Kyle. Nice. What time is it at? Like 10.20. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not I think there's, like, other theaters that are doing, like, 7.40 showings and stuff like that. Yeah, probably still not going. (laughs) My mom doesn't like scary movies. Take Rachel with you. Don't you guys always see How are we supposed to get there? Oh, yeah, sure. That's a good point. Are we talking about the Niagara Falls one? Uh, I think I think it's showing at the three kind of main theaters. I, I can't remember off the top of my head what all the different times are, but I know there's one. There's a couple that are like 7:40. Because unless the Seaway Mall is doing it, Rachel and I cannot get anywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> without my mom or her mom. That's just not gonna happen. I would like to see it. I was going to go last night, but then I didn't. Why? Uh, because Dan, a friend of the show, oh, yeah. he, uh, Dan. he wanted to, to hang out, and I said, hey, let's go watch uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And he said, let's not. <laughs> and so we didn't. Then you should have said, well, then we're not hanging out. And then you should have went to go see the movie. All by myself? There's something wrong with seeing a movie by yourself. No, there's not. But I, I like to be social, and I like Dan, so... Mm. It does seem a little bizarre that I like to be social. Yeah. Or that anybody would want to be social with me. No, that's not that bizarre. Okay. Uh, there's not a lot of news items, really. Uh, Joker has become the highest uh, grossing R-rated movie of all time. That's pretty cool. What was the one before it? Deadpool. That's a good I think it was Deadpool. Question. I think it was Deadpool. And, but there's also something about, like, like Passion of the... Passion of Christ or something. It's a good movie. I think they made a... Did they make a movie about that? Yeah, it's called The Passion of Christ. Or, uh, sorry, I mean, like, I think that... Doesn't Deadpool, like, bring that up in the movie that, that like... Like, that's, like, the highest, like, grossing R-rated movie or something, but he wants to, like, beat it or something? I can't remember. I am not familiar. However, if you recall it, I'm sure that it is... I mean, but true. I, I... I don't know if it is true, uh, actually. There's something uh, about that. Maybe yes. Brian Reynolds made a joke about it. Deadpool uh, was the the next in line. Joker just passed it. Um, I wonder what the other highest rated highest rated R rated movies. Wait, highest grossing. Highest grossing. According to Box Office Mojo, 
The Passion of the Christ, Deadpool, American Sniper's in there as well. It. Deadpool 2 is underneath Once Upon a Deadpool. It made a lot of money, actually. I'm surprised <laughs> that we released it. Made uh, $300,000? Wait, no, sorry. $300 million? <laughs> I was like, well, that's not, that's not much. No. Um, Matrix Reloaded. Hangover. Those are all uh, around there. Beverly Hills Cop. The Exorcist. So Director's Cut. Happened to him twice. Todd Phillips, he went from, he got high, one of the highest grossing R-rated movies a while ago, I mean, like 2008 or whenever that came out, and then like nearly 10 years later, he released Joker and he did it again. Uh, it's kind of interesting that Passion of the Christ is up there, I think, but religious movies often do very well. They have a pretty uh, supportive audience. Mm-hmm. That movie is also incredibly violent. Uh... I thought a talking point could be, maybe I should save it for another time, but I'm not. Uh, okay. Martin Scorsese has recently uh, uh, been interviewed, and he has mentioned that Marvel movies are not film. And this wasn't like a, was it Coppola who chimed in there too? What did he have to say? I, or I don't know if it was Coppola, but it was one of those kind of old directors. And he was like, listen guys, he didn't say they were despicable. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so, yeah, something like that. I, I don't know if that's word for word, but it was something like that. I was like, ooh, come on. <laughs> so, what do you guys have to say about that? Marvel movies, not film? These old guy directors pooping on them? That movies were film. Yeah, I mean... They're movies, so... Are movies film? Movies aren't made on film anymore, but so there are no films. Is that what he means? They're digitally recorded, so they are not actually a film. They're digital films. I would. Uh, I I was actually watching a video on this, and the and the person in the video brought up the fact, and I I think I would maybe agree with this uh, a little bit, but, like, uh, like, Scorsese and, like, all those guys, they kind of changed the way films were made. 100%. And so, I bet there was people, you know, back in the 70s who were like, what's this? This isn't a movie. You know? I'm dead. Every... Every new it's, generation, it's, yeah, it's the previous it's, it's generation it's complains. And so uh, when movies started to be made, people were like, oh, movies are going to ruin the, the youth. It's going to pervert everything. Um, it's going to make people more violent. But that's what people said when books were being published and bound for the first time. It's going to ruin imagination. It's going to kill conversation. Um, mm-hmm. And it's what people were saying when they were traveling storytellers. In the oral tradition, um, people always rail against new stuff when they feel like it's passing them by. But I think that what Scorsese meant was that he tries to tell stories that are important about human experience. 
experience. Yeah, he like he was talking about something about like not enough people know who Jimmy Hoffa is, and that's sad or something. Uh, so I, I would imagine he's trying to he he's saying that his movies are uh, educational in a way, teach you about like life and about adversity and about history and, and yeah. about. That's what the that Jimmy Hoffa is a character in the. Uh, was a real person, but he's he's in a his new is it a Netflix movie, The Irishman? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So it's like about the I don't really know the actual the whole story of it, but it's like they're trying to some it's about Jimmy Hoffa though. Mm-hmm. He's a character, and I don't think he's the main character. Yeah. Um. So nobody has any. Nobody, nobody finds that insulting. I mean, um, I, I, he said not cinema. Oh, he said not cinema, not not film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Thanks for looking it up. I don't know what the difference is. Okay. But like, it okay, could so make a difference. Not cinema. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. Though, I'm reading, so. I think he's trying to say that they're just not that important. They're not that good. I that could movies. Um, Back in the day, were better. They were more important. I, I guess I can see what like he means, but like like what I what like what I what would I choose the what I maybe choose to watch Taxi Driver over Iron Man maybe. Is it a is it would it is it a better made film? Maybe, it's up to interpretation. I think he's basically saying that it's not art, that cinema. Is art and Marvel movies are not art. I think uh, Samuel Jackson had he had an interesting thing to say. It was something I, I can't quite remember. Is like like not everybody. I'm not, I'm not going to try and say because I'll probably watch it. Let me see if I can find it. Um, British filmmaker Ken Loach made a comment that goes along the lines of. A commodity which will make a profit for a big corporation. They're a cynical exercise. About Marvel movies? Mm-hmm. That they're a cynical exercise? Mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting way of putting it. Yeah. That they don't believe that on the merit of the story or the art that these movies are, are playing in people because of the names of the actors and the names of the characters and they don't want to produce new stories or stories that push any boundaries because people won't see them and they won't make money. Hmm. I have here what he said. Um, he said, I mean, that's like saying Bugs Bunny ain't funny. Films are films. Everybody doesn't like his stuff either. Uh, everybody's got an opinion, so I mean it's okay. Uh, ain't gonna stop nobody from making movies. Okay. I'm not sure that it's remotely like Bugs Bunny not being funny. <laughs> or he's just saying it's an opinion. Probably. I don't know. I, this was just a little tidbit. I don't think they're art. I would agree with that. I don't think there's a lot of artistry in, in a Marvel movie. I think art tries to do something new. Are they, about, are they good movies? I think it's about craft. Most of the time, I'd say. But are they like top-notch great movies? Maybe not. I think Scorsese's just a little disheartened that there was a time, like in the 70s, when people could get 
something new and unique made and backed by a studio and out into theaters where that's becoming harder and harder. We're having these movies that are um, like big studio, movies. big studio handcrafted blockbusters is what we're getting, and, and they're kind of crowding out the the smaller, more maybe thoughtful pieces. Maybe not even independent studios used sure. to make unusual movies Mm -hmm. and now studios think that they have a sort of algorithm that they can plug factors into and then they get millions and millions in return just based on that and so we're getting these movies that have like a ridiculous number of A-list actors and stories that are rehashings of older stories that don't push any boundaries and we're not getting that anymore yeah, they do push independent film out, but Scorsese, I would say, for the majority of his career, has been making independent films, but he's been making challenging films and different films and unique films. Yeah. But then uh, he's releasing this movie in theaters, The Irishman, um, but then it's going to go pretty quickly to, to Netflix, and maybe that's the place where filmmakers that want to do new and exciting things, maybe that's where they'll have their stories told things like Prime and mm-hmm. it seems like this is just a conversation between me and you at this point that's okay Thomas I like yeah. to talk to you <laughs> I'm trying are... to find more information oh, okay hmm. are, are the people still interested in this I'm interested I just don't know who some of those people are it doesn't matter what do you know. think are Marvel movies art are they cinema are they theme park that's uh, yeah that's, so that was his rebuttal. Um, so when people were like pooping on, on him for saying that, well, Marvel movies are like, they, they took that as him saying Marvel movies are garbage. And he's like, well, no. He, I don't know if he backtracked, backtracked or if he clarified, but he then said, they're a new type of movie. They're theme, park. theme parks. They're Witches. roller coaster rides. Yeah. So anyways, if, if you don't know who they are, it doesn't matter. They're just people complaining about... Marvel movies and supporting Marvel movies. Well, it seems like they're just kind of like redoing their ideas because they're like all from comic books. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think that a lot of movies, if not the majority of movies, were some other story before they were made into movies. I don't think that the majority of movies are new intellectual properties. They're adaptations of novels, they're adaptations of comic books, they're adaptations of myth or history. And studios like that, because somebody's already invested all the time and the effort into crafting the story, so they can just pick it up and and make it, and it speeds up the process, which means that you get more money in return. Maybe. That's the goal, I guess. Rachel's just kind of bobbing her head. Um, like normal, my mind always kind of likes to go to video games, and I'm thinking if, like, you're saying that a lot of large companies and there was a lot of, like, um, personal people who would make movies and stuff like that, and they were always challenging themselves, that sounds a lot like where video games are now, with a bunch of indie developers, as well as, um big productions like uh, big companies building games that are a lot 
like thought out and stuff like that. Um, as for whether or not Marvel movies are art, I just see them as entertainment, just a different form. Entertainment is a different form of art? I mean, yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Do you consider video games art? Um, there's a lot of artistic ideas that go into it. There's a lot of story writing, there's music, and there's visuals that you have to create. Um, so I guess I'd call video games an art form as well. Are all video games art? Um, probably not. <laughs> okay. Can you think of a video game that's not art? Pong? <laughs> okay. And why? Because there's not really much visuals and there's no music, I don't think. There's the noise of the, the ball going back. Yeah. But isn't there art that is similar to Pong? Like, you could probably freeze frame Pong and that could be a piece of modern art. That's true. So I guess, yeah. Um, or are there degrees of art? Rachel's an artist. Can, can something be more art than another thing? I think it depends on like the meaning behind it or whatever, usually. So if I were to paint a canvas purple yep. and put a green dot in the upper right-hand corner, mm-hmm. is that art? say that it represents something, and that's art. But that's would you say that's lesser art? I would, okay. but other people don't. It's opinionated. Yeah, it's very controversial. But what if that person that found that bicycle seat and put it into an exhibit and said, this represents whatever, what if they, what if they say that there's a lot of thought? What if that purple backgrounded canvas with a green dot in the upper right hand corner what if I were to tell you that I put a lot of thought into that and like the color choice is really important and the composition of it is really important the shape, the size mm-hmm. the dimensions and I could tell you exactly what it means and say that it represents um, my feeling of inferiority as a human being because I have not contributed enough to the suffering that I know happens around the world and it's a representation of my guilt and the illness that I feel and how I feel so small amongst all of this life that could be valuable and we could achieve status like royalty because of that. I feel like this is a cry for help. I sound like... <laughs> Do you need to get, peace, okay? Anderson, peace. I think peace. I, I speak of nothing. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, art just tries to like usually make the viewer feel something, and if it accomplishes that, then I guess it's art. But I feel like at that point, you're using more of the art of literature than <laughs> visual. Okay. And philosophy. I do think there's something about trying new things and breaking new ground and um, 
pushing ourselves. And I, I don't really see the Marvel movie machine as trying new things as much as kind of... Especially before we got to Infinity War. The, the movies seemed to be relatively repetitive. They weren't doing a lot of new things. That I think where they were pushing themselves was just like how big a movie can we make in a short amount of time. And I don't know. If something has artistic elements in it, I'm not sure that it's art. And they've become too formulaic. They have. I don't know, like a, like a greeting card. It has artistic elements. It's got poetry in it. It's got visual arts. Is it art? I mean, someone made it. Yeah. I guess it depends on... I went to the bathroom it. earlier today. <laughs> I made Congratulations. that. Congratulations. <laughs> um, I mean... But I'm sure that somebody's probably done that and put it out there <laughs> and, and said that, like, they gave it, a, like, a really clever title and said it's a comment on whatever. Probably. But I don't, I don't, I don't know if that makes it art. And I don't know, maybe maybe it's snob-ish to say that Marvel movies aren't art, but I don't know. It's like a different kind of art, I yeah. guess. Like... Well, that's where it's like, there, there can be lesser art and there can be greater art. And there, there's art where people just, like, repeat and like copy the, and like copy. There's, I'd, I'd say that probably... In a, in a certain way, they they could be considered art. Like, there's people working for months and months, you know, visual effects, editing, even, like, the actors acting, all that, you know. Skill alone makes something art? Product. I don't know. After a long time working on it, I, I, I don't know. Like, if, if you look around this room, and if you were to like kind of strip all of the um, decorations out of the room, and we were to look at it, there's there's wood that has been cut and measured. There's there's paint that has been put on. There's there's plaster and there's mortar. Those are all things that that great art is made from. There's metal. Um, but I would imagine that not many people would walk into this room when it's like bare and say this room is art although there's skill and craftsmanship I think I guess it depends on what your perspective is I think so but I, I think artistry does not necessarily equal art I think that's where like Rachel mentioned like somebody putting thought and feeling and, and like a message into things I think that matters to a degree I feel like art is another form of communicating emotions and feelings and expressions. And, like, stories and stuff like that. Normally when they have a meaning, it means it's art, is what I kind of think. Whether it's good or not is opinionated and... Um, what do you guys watch? I'll go first because I don't have a lot. Okay. Um, I watched Beetlejuice with 
my parents. That's fun. I completely forgot about him uh, kicking a tree and swearing. Nice model. Um, I was very amused by that because I remember my parents said that I was like watching that movie when I was very little. And I thought, huh, that's cool. Um, and today at 11 a.m., um, on YouTube, someone uh, posted a choose your own adventure sort of thing mm -hmm. that they had been working on for like a year and a half. And I've been going through every single ending possible. I've been making a map, which is right here. I've gotten about 14 out of the 31 endings. And approximately how long is one full sort of story length? Um, it depends on like how far it goes. Each f uh, video part is around two to three minutes, and then each ending is normally around two to one and a half minutes. Um, so it's been taking me a long time, but I've been doing it just because I felt like... Is it live action? Anime? Yeah. yeah. It's live action with a little bit of you know, special effects. Uh, this is, he's been like, always been working by himself for most of the time with like maybe an editor for, cause he's normally a, a video game player. Um, uh, so this is kind of like the second time when he's done a um, choose your own adventure sort of thing. And this is the first time he's had a lot of funding for the event because YouTube is funding it and he's also seeing this as like his big step into um, bigger projects because he does enjoy doing them. Uh, What's it called? It's called A Heist with Markiplier and the first Choose Your Own Adventure is A Date with Markiplier. Um, if you've seen Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, it kind of has that type of structure where just anything can really happen. Um, like, one minute you could be performing a heist, and the next minute you're in a zombie apocalypse sort of thing. Um, Sounds fun. Yeah, it's a neat little thing. Uh, I've been enjoying it. How long is that? I mean, it depends, like... What's the longest one that you've done? Um, uh, probably... It had seven parts to it. So, like, so 35 minutes? Yeah. 30 minutes? Somewhere around there. Do you feel like you've got the... You've uh, worked your way towards the ultimate conclusion? Um... Because most of the time when somebody does a choose-your-own-adventure, there's, like, like the full story, like, the, the intended story, and then there's, like, some offshoots and dead ends and, and yeah. whatnot. Um, not yet. Okay. It's been very um, spaced out in terms of connections. Uh, but, you know, I'll probably look at all of it and then just take a step back and see if I can connect it myself. Because I do remember one of the endings said that to look for the full picture, so 
I'm going to. He'd said it probably take like a full week for everyone to start understanding what was really going on in the heist with Markiplier. And it's also, um, while it's his second Choose Your Own Adventure, he has done other skits and um, skits and stories that have been kind of uh, placed around in his uploads. So yeah, I'm interested in it. Okay. Rachel? Okay, so I watched um, a couple episodes of Insatiable. It's a terrible show. Um, you were enjoying it at a time, weren't you? No. That was Beverly. Yeah. Oh. Did you start watching it because Beverly was watching it? No, I, okay. I put it on when I was trying to finish our slideshows so I could watch TV. I just need background noise, but, you know. And then I watched a couple episodes of uh, Raising Dion. It seems interesting, I guess. I haven't gotten that far. And I started um, season three of Working Moms. Because, I don't know. It's, it's a decent show. Would you recommend it? Um, maybe? It's more geared to, like, females. Because it's got, like, babies and... All the stuff that goes Guys together. have nothing to do with babies. Oh, and other stuff. Okay. That only women have to deal with. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate you stopping there. <laughs> um, I watched UHF. I watched you want to say anything about it? It's just really silly. It's made by Weird Al. I love Weird Al. Oh my god. He's he made a movie. Oh, seriously? Oh my god. Yeah, You haven't heard of that? No. no you, you'd probably like it then. I'm but not up on the new things. You know? It's really old. <laughs> okay, then I'm, I'm still, I'm not up on the old things either. Okay. Yep. You should check it out. I think you'd really okay. like it. What's it called? UHF. UHF. Like the letters. Okay. I believe, yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> All right. Um, I watched The Last Starfighter. Hmm. That's interesting. Is that I, the one with the like, kids and the alien? There are know. kids and there are aliens. Is that uh, is the is does the alien say what's up, Doc? Is that the? No. There's a movie I saw with kids and aliens, and the alien it's like says that. This one, it's more um. Aliens are looking for, I guess, star fighters, and so they put a video game down on planets. So if someone beats the video game, they get recruited. And we follow a kid who gets really good at the video game and gets recruited. That's cool. Mm -hmm. oh. Did you watch anything else? I watched. Oh, Conan. That's all it was. Conan the Barbarian. The original or? 
yes, there are two. Is there a new one? Wasn't there one? Oh no, I was thinking Hercules. Yeah, man. I think there's the, I think there's probably a, a Conan the Barbarian in the works right now. Okay. Oh, was it wasn't there like a TV show or something you said you watched? Earlier? I think I watched a TV show called Psych. Was there there was something you told me about in like period four that you forgot? Oh, it was called Torchwood. What's that one about? It's a British show. Oh wait, that's um involved with Doctor Who, right? Yeah, it's a it's like a a side show from a different show I like called Doctor Who. There's a character in Doctor Who who something happened to him, and then eventually he got his own like side show, and they fight aliens. Only aliens? And there's one time they fought humans, but mostly aliens. Torchwood is... Um, I'm not sure if this is spoilers for the show, um, for Doctor Who, but Torchwood is a, um, like a alien defense organization yeah. for, um, you know, humans. And the Doctor kind of interacts with them a few times, and he's not necessarily fond with them, because they tend to take a more violent action, and he's more of a pacifist. Yeah. yeah. Sound like the Klingons. My turn. All right. Um. Well, on Friday, Rachel started watching Daybreak on the Bus. Oh yeah, that show. I forgot about that. I looked at that show. And is, there's, is there's there's like ten episodes, and they're all fifty minutes, and so I watched it in two days. She finished it in like one night because. <laughs> You know, 10 hours of nothing. I had to work, though, so that was my problem. Um, but then <laughs> it breaks the fourth wall. Like, he's talking to you. He's looking at the camera, and he's talking to us. I kind of really like All it. through it? Yeah, throughout like, the entire thing? throughout the entire thing, he just, like, he talks to his people, but then, like, the scenes kind of pause, and then he starts moving, and then he starts talking to us, and then he goes back. Like and that. then, like, it starts again. The scene starts again. It's pretty cool. Kind of like Ferris Bueller type thing. I hate Ferris Bueller. What? <laughs> like Ferris Bueller's uh, Day Off? I hate that I movie. I watched that. It was six so times bad. In a row. I hate in a row? Why? Yeah. I mean, I like it, but it I don't know if I would watch it that many times. I was, I was like. <laughs> now I could get ten that. Ten when I saw it. So I, my ten year old self may not have appreciated it. Is this like another American Werewolf in London type thing? My 10-year-old self thought it was stupid and idiotic and has not watched it in the past seven years. We should watch it this year. No. (laughs) Yeah. It's a pretty good movie. My mom loves it. I just... No. (laughs) No. Anyway, back to Daybreak. And then it breaks... I say it breaks like the sixth wall because like... The guy, the main character, played young Sam Winchester in Supernatural, and then he names the sword Sam. And then there's a character in the show named Sam Dean, and I just... Sam Dean. (laughs) Sam Dean, and I just... She's, you know, it's a girl, and it's just... Yes, so I've been focusing on that a lot. Okay, and is this going to make you go back and watch Supernatural again? Maybe. They took it off of Netflix. Did they? They did, like like an entire year ago. Apparently, Sam was arrested for assaulting people. 
He was at a bar or something. <laughs> I can see why he would get in trouble. He mm -hmm. could cause a lot of damage. He's pretty tall. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big what, boy. What was that uh, TV show that you and Rachel were like watching? Outlander? Yeah, to like see who oh, could finish she won. it first. Oh, yeah. okay. I owe her a pie. What kind of pie do you want again? Whatever. Whatever. That's it can't be whatever. Mud pie. What if I make lemon meringue? Go for it. Yes. What if I make you different pies, but like small pies? Okay. Are those like butter tarts, but... Yeah, but pie. pie. Yes. He understands. Just like like I a do. tiny like a tiny pie, lots of flavor. Like no, you like, like, her, like, like take a little bite of it, and it's like the like power of like an entire lemon. No, but like make her make her different small pies, so she has a variety. It's like oh. a it's like a six pack of donuts. You get like d different donuts, you know. I think they have pie plates this big at my house. So, <laughs> are you going to make the pastry yourself? I'm gonna be honest. I have um, I found in the freezer some tender flaky um, some tender flake uh, little pie things there at the back at the bottom. You know, so uh -huh. I was gonna use those. Okay. Are you going to make your own filling? filling? Yes. From lemons? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Have you done that before? No. Well, it's mostly sugar. Technically, yes. I mean, like <laughs> Rachel's mom said here, like uh, two years ago, she gave me this very hot pot full of lemon juice and different things in it. it said here take this downstairs and just stir it on the stove so i did that for like 20 minutes i just stood there and i stirred do you have two kitchens yes i thought like a I was whole just... apartment kind of thing going on in her basement I was expecting you to say something bad was gonna happen because she like she gave me this big hot pot of like <laughs> molten lemon. I was like, oh no! It was molten happen? lemon. I just molten lemon. I, ha I had to carry it downstairs and through people, and that I, thought I was gonna hit somebody with it. Preferably because I'm nude. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that out loud. Um. Anyway, um. I also watched um. Oh, my mother and I started uh, this show called Glitch. Um, these people come back from the dead. And they're normal humans. They're not like zombies. Yeah. It's, I feel it's, like you're looking at me a lot while you're, while you're telling the story, know. which is making me wonder if I've been reanimated, if I was dead, and you guys <laughs> just brought me back, and you're hoping to clue me in. <laughs> Yes. For like the last like the last two years. It, no, no, it started it started when you fell down the stairs. <laughs> and you fell when I laid on my butt. That you yeah. you died then. That broke you. And then you resurrected me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And now you've got your, your new haircut. <laughs> it like it like made part of your 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 hair fall out. And then we just kinda like slicked back the We don't have part. to talk about my, my <laughs> Premature balding. You can, you know. No, that's not what I. That's not what I meant. Uh, yeah, what did you watch, you had, the spiky, you had the spiky hair earlier, and now you have the slicked back hair. So I watched um, Halloween, the newer Halloween. Um, again, uh, it's an easy watch. I still find it a little disappointing. There's some interesting elements in it. 
still love the idea of Laurie Strode kind of swap, swapping places with Michael Myers where she becomes like the predator and he's the, the one that's being chased um, I watched Glass directed by M. Night Shyamalan um, it was okay have you seen it? yeah yeah what are your thoughts? Um, I don't understand how he ran like that at the end. The, the dog run? Yeah. It looks pretty awful. Is that when he's like... Yeah. yeah. And he's like... So I don't understand why he would. I, I can, I can, I can kind of go along with that he did and that he could. I just don't know why he would. It didn't so, it seem like he moved any faster. <laughs> no. It looked pretty uncomfortable. I feel like... <laughs> Dog running requires digi-grade legs to go faster. Um, I thought there was going to be more Samuel Jackson in it, given that it was like it was his movie, right? It's called Glass. He seemed to be a little bit in the background. Did it feel more like a sequel to Split? Pardon me? Did it feel more like a sequel to Split? felt more like a sequel to Split than it was Glass's own movie. And then there was like cameos from Bruce Willis and... Bruce Willis was in it a fair bit. Yeah, no, I was just saying like, like it was more, oh, this was like, it was like Split 2 with mm-hmm. Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, featuring Bruce Willis with with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Um, have you seen it? I haven't seen any of them. I've heard uh, Unbreakable was good. I really like Unbreakable. Uh, Split's good enough this one seems I've heard this one kind of fell flat right yeah and like the whole idea behind them in the the institution and trying to convince them that they're not unique I feel is really weird that Bruce Willis like obviously is ridiculously strong and vulnerable and this other like uh, the the split character uh, I don't know what to call him um like obviously he's got all these multiple personalities, and one of them is also really strong and vulnerable. I, I I don't I don't get the the whole like you're not really super like I don't know like that that premise seemed a little weird. Um, uh, I also watched Sleepaway Camp. That's a a little horror movie about kids that go away to a camp and uh, they sleep there. What? Yeah, yeah, they sleep at this camp while away. I haven't seen it, but I know there's some pretty great like lines in it. It's like really the, bad. Like, I'm not. I'm. I'm just gonna do kind of the more censored version of it. But then it's like like eat poop and live <laughs> instead of eat, eat poop and die. It's it's supposed to be pretty funny. It's it's pretty crazy. There's there's some stuff in it that I was watching and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, wow, they like did some that. some pretty inappropriate jokes. Yeah. Um, that uh, about things that I don't think are really funny. And it follows all the, the tropes of horror movies where, like, it's, anytime somebody does something relatively dastardly, you know they're going to die. Yeah. Um, but the, the special effects are, are, and the practical effects are really good. Yeah. Um, That's impressive. There's, there's a scene where a guy is, uh, a guy who just got finished doing something pretty disgusting, and uh, he's the chef for the, the camp, and he's about to boil some corn, and oh, there's yeah. this ridiculously large <laughs> pot. <laughs> it's it's like six feet tall, <laughs> and he's got to get on a ladder to get to the top and put the corn in, 
And so while he's throwing the corn in, someone comes behind and like shoves the chair and he's like, whoa, hey, stop doing that. And he puts his hands on the shelf that's ahead of him. And I don't know why he doesn't just like hop down. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, stop doing that. And then so there's one hand kind of like jiggling the chair. And then this other hand comes into view and grabs the chair with both hands. They're like, oh, no. And he's like, shake, shake, shake. And then he like he falls and obviously he grabs the big giant pot of water and it pours all over him. And then like the effect of like his skin like peeling off of his bubbly. yeah. And like somebody is uh is stung by bees to death and that's really good. And they they do a really they do lovely recreations of people's faces and, and heads. Oh yeah. Oh that and, and they they look really good. And then the there's this big we, twist yeah, at the we end. won't spoil it here. Um, that just that image is like just gives me the, it's the really it's, it's relatively shocking, I think even now, mm-hmm. uh, but f- especially for when it was made in. But I think 19... the face and just I don't know I don't know just it's just kind of a creepy image. Yeah. Just the um, in 1983, but it, it's fun in in that sort of like really cheesy, goofy kind of way. Um, How does it have 6.3 stars? Because it's so bad. No, but like, or, why does it have six point three? Isn't it out of five though? Uh, no, this uh, is out, out of 10. ten. Oh, okay. This is the Internet Movie Database. Mm. Um, I also watched a movie that is less enjoyable. Um, it's a Canadian film called My Bloody Valentine. Canada has <laughs> films, and uh, it's it's weird. The killer in this is it takes place, uh, and you can really tell that it was filmed in Nova Scotia. Everybody's got like that Nova Scotian Canadian accent. It's I love that. like they sound almost Irish. Um but kinda like I don't want to offend anybody. Almost Irish. Uh and it takes place around a a mine. And so the killer is a guy who dresses all up in like the mining outfit and he's got this gas mask and a pickaxe and like like the the helmet light, which is I don't it, it's a weird monster for a movie like this and what he it takes place in a little town called Valentine and they have this Valentine party every year but then they stopped because there's this horrible accident and uh, then they decide that they're going to have a Halloween party again but this guy doesn't want them to and so he kills everybody involved with the Halloween party do you mean Valentine party? Valentine I said Halloween. Yeah. Okay. No, when did like, I switch? What? Twice. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, sorry. Wait, huh? Yeah, no. Valentine's Day party. And he starts killing them. Uh, the acting is embarrassing. <laughs> and the uh, the scares are not very scary. And it's like watching a bunch of... It's watching adults pretend to act like adults, but they're acting like children. And the score is really weird and goofy. It's it's kind of like watching The Three Stooges a little bit. If there were more Stooges and a killer. <laughs> the Three Stooges, except there's more Stooges. Yeah. And there's also a killer. So, like, maybe The Twelve Stooges. The Twelve Stooges and a killer. with and a killer. killer. Yeah. Uh, like, that sounds like a fun movie. They get off work from the, the mine and they are the most excited people to be leaving work <laughs> they run out to their cars and they dance with yeah, each other I've seen that scene <laughs> it's, it's so tonally weird it, it's, it's like, like that banjo music playing yeah it, it's like banjo. somebody who's not a human trying to show people what 
being human is like it was weird um it's an odd little thing there's a remake that was made i think in the early aughts or maybe the late 90s starring uh one of the winchester guys which one uh dean Mm. it's pretty awful too uh but apparently, uh, according to the Internet Movie Database, uh, My Bloody Valentine is sitting at 6.2 stars. So there's a, I don't know, there's a charm to it, I guess, if you like awful movies. And uh, I also watched the first episode of the Watchmen television show, which uh, I enjoyed thoroughly. Ooh, wait, I also watched... Uh, okay, so the Watchmen, it's a, it's a sequel to the comic book. I don't think that it's trying to be a sequel to the Zack Snyder movie. And it just throws you in, and I was watching it, and it's just like, so much stuff is happening that just seems so bizarre, but it never takes time to explain any of it to you, and I really appreciated that. Do you have the Watchmen comic? Um... I do not see it down there, but I can get it for you. How how long is it? It's about that long. I'm showing Thomas about two and a half inches, I think, with my fingers. Okay, would you recommend it? I don't read comics very often, or really at all. Uh, would you recommend it, though? As do a... you not read comics because you hate them? No, I just never really got around to it. Like, I never really grew up reading comic books or anything. I, I It's a good comic. Like I mentioned to you before, it, it's a little... It's a little dated when you're reading it, um, but the story, I think, is, is pretty well done. It's very cinematic, which I think you would enjoy. Okay. I'll lend it to you, and if you, if you want to read it, read it. Uh, I also watched Happy Death Day to You. The first one or the second one? No, that's the second oh, one. So Happy Death you. Day is the first one. Happy Death Day to You is the second one. Uh, it's, it's less of a horror movie than the first one. Oh, yeah. Isn't it like a weird sci-fi? Yeah. Time traveling. It, I don't know. I didn't love the first one. I like this one a little less. It's watchable. It's, I don't know, the humor is pretty flat in a lot of ways to me. Um, And it seemed like it was going in a kind of new direction, but then it ends up just like kind of falling back into the same thing that the first one did. I don't regret watching it. It was just me. Thomas, what'd you watch? Uh, last weekend, I think it was last weekend, I went to see Zombieland Double Tap with Hunter. That was a fun movie. Um, it, it, it feels like it, it feels like it's, it kind of feels like the first one in a lot of ways which you could see as being good or bad. Um, has anybody here seen it? No. Stay through the credits. You'll, you, uh, you won't be disappointed. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, it's a pretty good movie. It, again, you know, just it's just another sequel. It's just another zombie movie. But I think it's... I think it's, I think it's pretty good. Uh... I watched The American Office, uh, the original Star Trek TV show, Johnny English, the first Johnny English. That's a pretty funny movie. Um, I'm trying to watch the all three of them now because they they just released a, a third one like last year or something I think. 
Um, had you seen Johnny English before? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I had. We, we had it on, like, VHS. So I think we got it around the time when it first came out. Um, and we got, like, a, just recently we got the DVDs of them. Because it started, well, you know, they don't really last forever. Um, I also watched Journey to the Center of the Earth. Starring Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the stupidest movie ever made. Brendan Fraser, Fraser's Journey movie, amazing. Um, yes, it was a, it was a fun movie. Uh, I don't know if I saw the whole thing. My brother was watching it. On it was like a. Does anybody know like a, the YTV like Fantastic thing? Does anybody remember that? Like at Halloween, instead of fantastic, it's fantastic. I remember YTV and their weird little catchphrases. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. So I guess it was part of the Halloween thing. It's not really a Halloweeny movie, but I guess it could kind of fit in there. Uh, it was a fun movie. By no means is it an amazing movie, but it was a fun movie. I, there was some. There's some kind of actually tense parts that were. That were enjoyable. Um, and last but not least, I watched season six of BoJack Horseman. I, uh, not actually the whole thing, but I started watching it. I think that's a really good show. Um, uh, how far are you into it, Anderson? I don't know if I ever got out of the first season. Really? Yeah. Did you not like it? I found it very repetitive. You should give it another chance. Okay. Because it gets, it gets really good and sad. It's the type of show that, like, you're watching it, and after, like, an entire season of, like, like just bad things happening to the character, something finally good happens, and then, like, it just all goes bad again. It's that type of show. It's quite emotional at times, though. If, has anybody here seen BoJack Horseman? first two episodes I don't tend to stay on shows that don't immediately grasp me though mm-hmm. I'll try to but it didn't catch me enough uh, that's all I've watched okay I also don't like feeling sad yeah I don't really see the appeal I mean that. I mean like you maybe you probably I like you I mean, I don't really know your like how you are with emotional stuff really all that well, but I I don't think it would make you like like start bawling or anything. No, but it there is it's just the kind of show you're like oh man, sucks. <laughs> okay, trick or treat. Uh, any any more news? I don't think so. Terminator's coming out on Friday. Okay, the one that. Nobody really cares about apparently. Are you gonna go see it? Uh, probably not on Friday because I'm seeing Blade Runner. Then, but I I, maybe that's sometime on the weekend. I thought it came out tomorrow. I think it comes out on the first. Oh, the, there might be advanced screenings tomorrow though. A lot of movies come out on on Thursday. Yeah. I don't know how many people are, would go see it on Halloween. Yeah, I would see it. Yeah. Yeah, Are no, you going to? Fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited for it, though. Yeah? Okay. 
All right, trick or treat. Rachel just watched it this morning. Yep. <laughs> on the way to school on the bus. Well, I started it around like eleven o'clock last night because I was waiting for my pies to bake. What kind of pies? Uh, pumpkin. Mm. They take a really long time. Um, and then I finished it this morning. I made pumpkin muffins last night. Ooh. Mm-hmm. A few days ago, we carved pumpkins and. My mom froze all of the pumpkins so she can give it to the dog because pumpkin's really good for dogs. Helps them poop. Yeah. We gave him a lot though. Probably a little too much. You probably should just sit outside with him for the next six hours. Yeah. <laughs> From what I heard, it doesn't give them the poops, but it, it's kind of like an all-purpose sort of like fix for, for pooping that you, you eat it and it helps you poop, but if you're pooping too much, it helps you not poop. Yeah, so it kind of turns the soft serve into like you know good it's, solid serve. <laughs> it's an equal. But it can serve. also it can also it can also like kind of like melt the like overly frozen serve a little bit. Well, right now the pumpkin is frozen itself, so we've got to thaw it out. So did you just like cut the pumpkin up, well, skin we were, on, and everything? Or? We were just carving pumpkins, and we took all the guts and stuff, and all of the shavings and stuff, and we threw it in a bag and. We said, sure. We also seeded the pumpkin stuff, mm-hmm. and I've been munching on seeds. I did that last night, too. I like them. Me, too. Do you put any seasoning on? Just salt? Just or? salt. I don't roast the pumpkin seeds. My mom does. I'm a sucker for garlic, though, so I feel <laughs> like if I did put, if I did make them, I would probably put in overwhelming amount of garlic curry powder is pretty good too yeah mm-hmm. right. my favorite memory of pumpkin seeds is um staying too close to a pan and then being pushed into the pan and having a huge burn on my lip Ooh. Oh. that's your favorite your face went into the pan well just my lip okay so what was your worst experience no no, no that's my favorite seeds. memory right. it's also my worst memory it's the only memory i have of pumpkin seeds <laughs> You've only experienced them on that one day. Well, that's... I don't remember any other times. Like, I remember, like, carving pumpkins and, like, sticking my hands in, but, like, actually, like, the cooking of the pumpkin seeds it only happened, like, once for me. I put them in the oven. Yeah, like, they were on a pan, and they just came out of the oven, and I leaned oh, over to sniff okay. them, and then I was, like, pushed into the pan. Why were you... I, I was thinking, like, a frying pan. Oh, okay. no. Why were you sniffing pumpkin seeds? Because they smelled nice, and I wanted a closer smell. So I got really close, and then people were fighting behind me, and then one of them was pushed into me, and then I was just kind of pushed into the pan. What is the definition? And then my mom got really mad at my dad. A closer smell. <laughs> <laughs> you instead of like smelling from like here, you go like yeah. like that. Interesting. The close smell. The close the smell. The close smell. Yeah. See, it's like, like it's I'm, like the double take. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yep. <laughs> Has that turned you off of pumpkin seeds? I don't know. I have you been I haven't had pumpkin seeds in, like, forever. Do you have any left? Uh, I've got an entire container. Yeah? I could probably break them out. Yeah. No, like, do you have any here? Oh, not here, oh, no, okay. unfortunately. Uh-huh. I'll bring some tomorrow if I'm alive tomorrow. I hope you are. That I just wanted to see if Rachel had Rachel Emily. What's your name, Emily? If uh, if Emily had a phobia, I don't think I have a phobia. Oh, okay. I mean, 
I'll toss them at you at a random time, and oh, then I will have to <laughs> yeah, punch something like... we know. Got it. Emily just threatened Kewen. Did not. Definitely did not threaten him. So if, if Kewen does end up dead tonight, we know. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me. Okay, sure. Okay, uh, trick or treat according to the internet movie database. Um, it is described as five interwoven stories that occur on Halloween. An everyday high school principal has a secret life as a serial killer, a college virgin, might have just met the guy for her. A group of teenagers pull a mean prank. A woman who loathes the night has to contend with her holiday-obsessed husband. And a mean old man meets his match with a demonic supernatural trick-or-treater. What'd you guys think of trick or treat? Trick or treat? Trigger. How would you say it? Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Don't say or, just say er. Trigger. Trick or treat. Say it faster. Trick or treat? Yeah. Okay. I loved it. Loved it? I. It was amazing. Okay. Yes. I think I missed a spam call. That's how you feel about trick or treat? <laughs> yes. Very much so. Okay, so do you, do you, do you really like getting spam calls? Or do you hate getting spam calls? I don't use my voicemail because of spam calls. So are you, so you little, so does that mean you're a little lukewarm on this movie then? Yeah. I find them funny sometimes because the Prince of Nigeria needs my help, but also, I don't know, I never take them seriously, so I can't take the serious ones seriously. I'm, I'm booking a, an appointment to get my hair done. Oh. Yeah. Is it going to yeah. go spiky again? Uh, I don't think so. So I'm just, I'm checking into uh, Great Clips here mm-hmm. in uh, the lovely town of Font Hill. I have an online app where I can reserve my spot, and uh, there's a, currently there's a 28-minute wait, so I figure I'll just be able to walk in when we're all done. Look beautiful when I walk out. Is uh, well, you should just you should do like the like the black spiky hair like <laughs> Anderson look again. Just just for Halloween. Just for Halloween, yeah, like a, like a flat flashback Anderson Ooh. from like two years ago. It's like a time traveler. Mm-hmm. Uh. Okay, uh, Kuhn, how'd you feel about Trick or Treat? Yeah, I didn't like it. Okay. But I realize it's an opinion, and other people will like it. Do you think it's art? Is it cinema? Please don't. It's cinema. And that's why you didn't like it? It was too high gravity? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it was a fun movie, especially the whole where he thinks he's going to get stabbed by a lollipop. And it was just to pick up the candy. Yeah. Would that work? Getting stabbed by a lollipop? Oh, well, he like bites it so it's sharp. I'm really happy that it's not, it doesn't turn into a murder weapon. Because every now and then there are, there are usually horror movies or action movies where somebody uses something to, to kill somebody. And you, you're like, that would never kill someone. But didn't that, mm-hmm. I mean, like, at the start of the movie. Yeah, he does kill her with the. Well, he sticks the, the, Sucker in into her, her mouth. mouth. But we no, don't but know I, that that's how she dies. I think he kills her by eating her while well, chomping on her. Because she she's kind of torn apart, right? Isn't yeah. her arm hanging from a tree, and then like oh, she's no. some, so oh, yeah. I don't think he I don't think he sawed her up with that candy, and we don't see it happen. And you do so, hear a bunch of like he's like a little demonic dog like just tearing her apart like a bone. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Um, he does seem to work her over pretty good. Mm-hmm. But like, if when when he raises it up, I was just thinking, this is dumb. The candy would break, and at worst, it would like I don't know, like it might cut him a little, but it's not like a knife. So it's, I I, I kind of like it'll it. be an ouchie, mm-hmm. more than a death. I I, I do like it though, because like the whole look of like the like Sam and his little bitten off lollipop is a very iconic look. Yeah, Sam is adorable. Oh, yeah, he's the most adorable him. little demonic <laughs> child pumpkin hybrid killer. <laughs> yep. Of all of these. You see, like, the, like, his little hand, like, his little chubby yeah. hand. It's like... Yeah. Which is a, a shout-out to uh, to The Thing. I don't know if you, you caught that in the movie when Sam has his hand blown off. And uh, more the old man... To... To Evil Dead. No, because when when the old man, I forget his name, um, Brian Cox, he looks over and he's like, "You gotta oh, be yeah. effing kidding yeah, me!" Yeah, okay. So when which is that scene from the thing where the head grows yeah. legs and crawls around? So when, when he said that, I was like, I thought of the thing, but I would associate. So I so I I I'd, I'd say it's like Evil Dead Two and the thing, the line, but like the hand crawling around, I'd say it's more. Is more like Evil Dead too. I associate crawling hands with the Adams family. Yeah, <laughs> I would say that, like in in that regard, if that's what you're focusing on, it's as much a call to the Adams family. Yeah, I forgot. Last night I watched uh, Adams Family Value with uh, the kids. <laughs> what did they think of it? They laughed a lot. It's really dark. Is that the? Is that? That's the to... second one. Is that the one where, where they have the baby? Is that the one? Yeah, and the, like, doesn't it start out with like the it's like oh, and like there's like the two normal. It's like... a <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... Is it now? <laughs> my ringer is on. That's my mom. And and what does it say? It's so. Fun. Is that from Despicable Me? Yes, <laughs> I can confirm. It's my, it's my mom's favorite line, and then. Whenever we're going through a store, she say, she picks up something, you know, that's fluffy. She goes, what is this? <laughs> so I made her text on me. I have never seen Despicable Me 3. Me neither. I actually just found out it existed. Okay. I hate Despicable Me. Um, sorry, so what, what were we talking about before <laughs> that? <laughs> Frightening jump scare. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about Adam's family is values. That, oh, right. So is that the one where, like, the beginning is, like, the two, quote-unquote, or, oh, what was the, instead of doing, quote-unquote, or, like, air quotes, we're, like, whoop-whoop? Yeah. yeah. With the with the two whoop-whoop normal whoop-whoop kids, and then there's Wednesday, and the and the normal kids are, are saying, oh, yeah, that's, uh... A herald, or what are, what, are, what are the things that bring down babies? Yeah, it's and, like, a huge tales? convoluted story about how babies are made. Yeah, Something then, about like a gem is put somewhere, yeah. and then some someone comes and around then, and takes the gem, and then and Wednesday just like our parents had sex, <laughs> and then it like goes to like the and then it goes to like just like that da 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 da. It doesn't start with that, but it gets to that yeah. point pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but I, we watched the first one. I don't know, maybe last Halloween. And that one's pretty tame. This one's like it's it goes really dark, and it was pretty funny. And the the, the humor comes really fast and really furious. And too fast, too furious. I wouldn't say too fast. I'd say adequately fast. Adequately fast, too furious. Uh, pleasantly furious. Adequately fast <laughs> and pleasantly, pleasantly furious. furious. All right. 
Um, that could be the name of your autobiography when you write it. Um, so, okay. So, um, yeah, I would say that it's a, a thing reference more than an Evil Dead. Maybe. Well, I mean, we can... It's too on the nose. If, if yeah. it's an Evil Dead reference, and there are lots of, like, crawling hand things, I think yeah, it was... Yeah, that's true, I too. think it was... They, they reference the, the spider head in the second It movie. Okay. That's, like, that same thing happens. Like, like, okay. like they go, And, like, they even do, like, the kind of, like, silhouette shot. It's almost like, okay, that's just a little bit too on the nose, and the and Bill Hader's character says the, you gotta be effing kidding me. Okay. Or kidding, or whatever he says. Uh, Grayson? Uh, I don't know. You have to go? My mom's here. Oh. That's why she texted me. Okay. Oh, um, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Grayson, okay. but why don't you give your, your thoughts and your letter grade on uh, um, Trick or Treat before you go? A plus. Ooh, wow. Yeah, I know. Eyebrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. So nothing will ever match up. Favorite favorite vignette from vignette, the movie? Yeah. You mean, like, the favorite... Your, your favorite story from it. Definitely the, the, the one with the kids. Like, not the bus part, but, like, the, uh, where they're going down. Okay. Because they're collecting pumpkins for UNICEF. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. UNICEF is fun. All right. Cool. Bye. Thanks. We'll see you. Happy Bye. Halloween. Bye. Okay, Grayson. It's not Halloween. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was kind of weird. And, like, it kept changing what I was thinking of everyone. Like, the more you learned about the characters, the more you, like, reevaluated them? Yeah. I enjoy it when a movie does that. When I think I have things kind of figured out and how I feel about a character, I learn some new information, and then I have to sort of reevaluate everything that I but saw. I felt like they just got reevaluated to even weirder. Okay. And I think for the most part, like, unlikable. I'm not sure if there's many of the characters that, that become more likable the more you watch it. I had to re-evaluate because I thought that the werewolves were vampires the entire time. Like, the entire time? When, as soon as they got introduced? Like, yeah. We're not, like, I obviously didn't know, but, like, when you started, like, learning that they were vampires, I thought, or when you started learning that they were werewolves, yeah. I thought they were vampires. Well, it starts off where they just have funny colored eyes and they've got sharp teeth. Yeah. And then there's also the principal guy who's got the... Like, the fakes. Fake, the false, the yeah. falsies. Um, so that that also... Kind of maybe lend a hand in that. It would have been kind of ironic if he's dressed up as a vampire and then like a bunch of vampires find him and snack on him. The... I don't dislike the, the werewolf scene. I think that it's it's sort of fun how the vampire vampire uh, principal guy is preying on people and then he becomes prey himself for the, the werewolves. I think that's kind of poetic. And uh, I think it's fun, the whole sort of the idea that it's her first time eating anybody and turning into a wolf and her family or wolf pack is, is kind of concerned with her, but uh, I think that the special effects in that scene are pretty awful. Like, you can you can really tell when it goes from, like, CGI to, like, practical. Mm-hmm. I did like the practical, because I was like, because I, I was like, yeah, no, it, it looks a little, 
looks a little it wasn't too like horrible but you could tell what was CGI and then what was like the practical stuff and I did like that they they did they didn't just opt for all CGI mm-hmm. because it was 2007 and they totally could have they could have and it would have looked I think pretty pretty rough yeah it wouldn't have aged very well but the worst part of it is when they show the fully transformed werewolf I don't know if you remember. It kind of comes over to, to check out how the uh, the young cub is doing, and then like howls at the moon, and it like you can completely tell that it's just like a fluffy wolf head on a stick that they like make like look up, and it's there's some animatronics, but it looks really yeah. Really when rough. I, um, I I I can't quite remember what just that year was. It when I watch movies and I really don't really focus too much on how things look, but when I saw that, I was like. That doesn't look right. <laughs> it looks bad, and I, I think it would have been wiser to just cut that out. If 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 you ask the special effects people to craft you up a, a werewolf, and they came with that, they should have said no thanks. Yeah. Um, I'll see if I can find a picture of it. It also looked like it had like kelp on its head. I don't know what that was. There was stuff like hanging from him, like. Loose fur, I guess, but it looked like kelp to me. Yeah, pretty sure. I don't know. That's <laughs> it there. Yeah. I mean, that's not. It's not terrible though. It's pretty. It's pretty terrible. It's worse when you see it moving. We could watch the scene, but it's uh. It, it kind of took me out of it. That's it, Rachel, since she just walked over. Oh, want to know what? If what? they were vampires, it'd be um, Emily's vampire erotica. <laughs> True. True. But I thought the makeup was pretty good. Uh, does anybody have any... Like, favorite stories from it? Probably just the pumpkin kid. The pumpkin kid? That's my yeah. favorite, too. I, I really like him as a as a Halloween monster character. He, he makes me happy. Yeah, I really... <laughs> and it's so simple. He's just got this, like, cute little round, like, sack head, and he's, you know, a little <laughs> it's tiny. It's just, like, perfectly round. Well, because it's like a pumpkin, I guess. Yeah. Which I like. What do you think about the design underneath the burlap? Sack? I'm not crazy about that. When the burlap sack head is uh, is ripped open and, and comes off, was that CGI when he was like into the camera? Because some of it looks practical. I don't think so. Later. I thought it was all practical. Because like when he's like when he like after that, it looks all practical. Or maybe this is just me. But when he like screams into the camera, that looked kind of CGI to me. I don't know. Maybe I didn't think so. I thought it was all practical. Do you prefer him with the? the sack head or with the pumpkin head the sack yeah he's got the little button eyes <laughs> yeah do you wanna let's go around who Grayson what do you prefer sack head or definitely the sack I was like what is under there is it like a skull or I, I, I would've preferred not to like have seen skull. it's like a skull pumpkin, pumpkin. hybrid uh, I would've rathered the mystery mm. I think or at least just have a pumpkin or a jack mm-hmm. What uh, did you think, Kieran? Um, I have to agree with Anderson. I would have liked a... Um, I would have liked 
not seeing it at all. And if I did see it, I feel like it'd be, um, like, I don't know, better if it looked more like a unlit jack-o'-lantern or something like that. I think, I think I, I think it's probably pretty unanimous. I would agree with the, with the, uh, sack head too. I think it's a little less is more kind exactly. of thing as well. I'm not I'm not bothered that I that I saw it and I know what he looks like under there because I can just go and like look at it after and be like, well, yeah, I just like what he looks like with it on. It's not doesn't take me out of it or ruin the experience for me. Did you have a favorite favorite vignette from it? Um, Billy, I no. kind of like the mall. Well, you you didn't like it really as a whole. No, not really. Did you did you detest one of the stories less than any of the others? Uh, I detested the um, serial killer part a little more than the others. Okay. But other than that, I was like, eh, it was all meh for me. Grace? I liked... Hmm... I think I like the um, the old guy who gets attacked by the the little kid, Sam. I don't think his name is Sam. Like, do they they don't name drop him at all in the movie? But he's just Sam. Mm-hmm. This originates from a comic, I'm assuming, right? There was a short film that uh, was made first. Really? Yeah, by uh, Michael Doherty. Um, I think it was an animated short. You can probably find it on YouTube. And that was... It, it's called Season's Greetings. Uh, and then this is like a feature-length version. I thought it was like... I understand from a comic book just because of all of the comic book... I th- yeah, thematics. I think there was, like a, there was like four issues after this. Mm-hmm. Is there a venue that you left? Uh, so what was so what all happened? So there's the there's the robot one with the with the woman with the uh, lollipop in her mouth, and there's sorry, I just started the uh, season's greetings. Could we get a? We can watch it. Uh, so there's uh, the story about the <clears throat> people coming home after celebrating Halloween, and uh, the wife or girlfriend is all bah humbug, mm-hmm. or bah whatever you would be on Halloween. Uh, then there's the principal uh, carving the jack-o'-lantern with his son. Yeah. And then there's the werewolf one, which I think you would kind of include with the serial killer kind of vampire. Yeah, kind of, but they all kind of connect, though, so yeah, I don't they, know how they kind far of you up. could take that. There is the, the kids going to the site of the bus mm-hmm. accident, and then there's uh, Sam going after the bus driver. I don't know. I think I just kind of have a general like to it all. Okay. Maybe just, like, the parts with Sam... I, I don't know. I like as well that they use Sam as connective tissue between the different stories too. Like he's, he's like just kind of like around. Yeah, he's not really the killer of the story. It's just different people. Yeah, he does kill, but 
he's just kind of there most of the time. Yeah, well, when he had, he kills the woman that blows out the, the pumpkin early, and I, I think he's supposed to be like the conscience of Halloween. Yeah. Um, but he just kind of mills around. Yeah, he's and waddling around. You, just, you see him, like, I, I think you see him when the bus drives by carrying the kids yeah, to the quarry. Yeah, like a cat on a shovel or something. And I, I, I like that imagery of him know if just I sort of. That. Yeah. Really? Like in the sepia toned like mm-hmm. flashback? Really? Huh. Wasn't there like a scene uh, where he was just kind of going down the steps after I think the principal gave him some candy? Uh, he was like dragging his candy bag behind him. Mm-hmm. I might have been just completely hallucinating this, but I thought I heard like. A cat noise coming from the bag as it hit the steps. I think you're right. Yeah, I was like, he's got a cat. (laughs) Why does he let the cat out of the bag, man? (laughs) I was very confused. Um, I guess that was my favorite part. (laughs) It's a cute little gag. It a little dark. Mm -hmm. The uh, the kids uh, in the bus. I, I I. really enjoy any sort of urban myth inclusion in, in a horror movie. I like that it also wasn't um it wasn't like the way they told the act, the story almost made it seem like it went down a little differently because when you actually see the bus the front end is like sticking up out of the water and it's also the fact that it's sticking up out of the water in the flashback the way she tells it it's like it sunk so deep they never found mm-hmm. so I but thought it was kind of huh what happened like unreliable narrator sort of yeah. it's embellished and that's that's what urban yeah. myths are right like they, they stories that just get added to and retold um over and over and over again but the kids on the bus uh I also really enjoy their costuming creepy like that one with just like the, it's just like the paper bag and like the two eyes and like that's the, the scariest one the realistic mouth yeah what what was it drawn on or is it the mouth showing through or I thought that it was like a like a photograph of a mouth that was like pasted on but then it's also kind of cut out as well so it's like there's a cut out mouth but then there's like this real mouth over top and that's freakish yeah that one was creepy it's like the, there's like toys like that have you seen those things that are called like like called like uglies or something they have they're these like these like fluffy like plush things but then they have like realistic like human looking teeth and like like kind of like varying varying sizes of like button eyes and stuff so like okay. one is like really small and the other is like really big they're weird looking they're okay. they're kind of creepy and they have like they're like they're like the mouths they like they like they're like just like it's just like this cavity inside it mm-hmm. so you like put stuff in it I guess I don't know they're, that's weird yeah I think I'd like them. Probably. They're called Uglies? Uglies or something like that. Or I'm not sure. It, it, I don't know if they are called that. It's something like that. Okay. You probably just type in, like, dolls with realistic teeth or something. I don't I know. We'll do that. Is there any portion of the movie that you didn't find appealing? The werewolf stuff. The whole werewolf not like all of it, just really like start turning into werewolves. Just got really like gratuitous. <laughs> I like the visual of them taking their skin off. Yeah. And then having the fur underneath. I think it's neat and it kind of follows folklore as well. Um, but 
the payoff, I think, at the end was, was pretty bad. I, I, it maybe would have been better if they didn't go that far at all. Um, I don't know if there's a part other than that that I really don't like. There, there are little things, like when the principal takes his son downstairs to carve the, the jack-o'-lantern, and he puts a knife behind his back. Like, why does he do that if he's yeah. not going to... If he's not going to kill his son, which he doesn't, why would he hide it behind his back like that? That seems weird. Mm-hmm. And then I don't understand why he, like, stabs the head. And then it's like, well... And then he pulls it out, and he's yeah. like, you got to be careful with the eyes. <laughs> so there's there's little things where they they really try to mislead you or set things up. In, and in it doesn't make sense yeah. in the context of, like, the scene. So in, in, in what they're trying to get you to anticipate that makes sense but yeah it, yeah it, it doesn't make sense once you see the the reveal the reveal makes those things silly mm-hmm. i guess i guess my least favorite scene would probably be the werewolf one i did like all the like the little hints and clues leading up to it like like all like the you're the run to the litter mm-hmm. and these guys are fresh meat mm-hmm. i thought that was all clever and I and I knew a lot about this movie going into it, so I knew pretty much everything. But I still I hadn't seen it, so I didn't know about all those little, you know, audio hints. And I was like, ah, I see what you did there. Did you enjoy the out of orderness of it? Yeah, kind of starts yeah. where it ends, and then you get ends some stories starts. are like earlier and then later, yeah. and I really enjoyed that. And it's it's like a comic. Like the little, they got like yeah, the little like meanwhile and yeah. yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, it's like the most Halloweeny Halloween movie, yeah. I think. Maybe even more than Halloween. Mm-hmm. I would say so. It, it takes a lot of uh, those it Halloween is, ideas and concepts and throws them together in a way that's Halloween. yeah, in a way that's fun. It's a little garish. It's a little cheap. Um, which is what Halloween is like. It's garish and cheap. And, um, okay, anything else? No? Uh, thermometer? Well, we'll score it first. We'll grade it. So I, I really like this movie. I think it's a lot of fun. But at the same time, I don't think it's a very good movie. So I feel like I'm in one of those positions where it's like... My enjoyment of it versus I know it's kind of cheesy. I know it's a little predictable. I know the special effects aren't that great. I know there's some choices that are made that are convenient and maybe not well advised. But I think it's a heck of a lot of fun. Um, I think maybe I'm a B plus. I'll give it an A. An A? A solid A? Yeah. Soft A. Okay. It's not an A minus, but it's a soft A. Okay. So if an A minus is A and a soft a soft A is like 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 a lower case. Just a, it's like a little it's a little bit better than a Okay, than so so A minus is, is eighty to eighty five. And so this would be an eighty eighty six? Maybe. I don't know. I think we're going too far into this. Okay. Just a soft A. Okay. So it's, it's it's pretty good, but it's not an A. It's not a full A. 
In my opinion, I see it as a B minus. If I was, oh, I thought I thought you'd go way lower. Eh. I could see the appeal. I just and I didn't necessarily hate it or dislike it. I just I was kind of at a mute point the entire time. Um, yeah. Okay. B minus. I give it an A. I feel like my enjoyment of it like balances out like the quality of the movie, I guess. So. I'd say like either B plus or B. I don't know, I just felt like that felt correct for how much I enjoyed it and was confused. Movies like this are my favorite type of Halloween movie. Where it's it's kind of fun, it's not too heavy. Um, I like horror movies and I like horror movies that, that scare and disturb but for Halloween I, I like them to be I don't know more watchable and fun mm-hmm. okay um, the thermometer will tell us I'm gonna go over here I saw it earlier okay. but I forget what it is <laughs> okay uh, what do you suggest the thermometer is going to be reading Grayson just for like this is the uh, critics. Or you can guess either. Or both. For critics? So 60 to 70. Okay. 86. Okay. I'm going to say 70. I'm... I, I think it might be coming back to me, but I'm just going to throw it out there because maybe it, maybe this is incorrect, but 84? It is 84. Okay, so I, yeah, okay. Um, which is maybe a little higher than I would have thought because it, it's not terribly well-crafted um, or groundbreaking, but uh, 84 and the consensus is a deftly crafted tribute to Halloween legends, trick-or-treat. It's all the genre marks with gusto and old-fashioned suspense. Uh, the audience score is... I find this a little surprising. The audience score is 71. I thought that it would be reversed. I thought that the audience score would be a little higher and the critical score would be a little lower. But uh, that's it. And uh, on Internet Movie Database, it's currently sitting at 6.8 out of 10, which is pretty high for IMDb, really. Uh Anything else anybody wants to add before we call it a, a day? I don't think so. No? Does any, or I don't know, does anybody have anything? The um, over-enthusiastic pumpkin girl, mm-hmm. when she um, kind of went up in the elevator, is that just because she didn't believe the other people then? I think she was doing the sacrifice. I think Sacrificing she probably, them? Was yeah, she I sacrificing so. them? I think she knew. I, I think she thought that it was real. Like, the look on her face it was, like, was sinister. Yeah. I think we're supposed to believe that she suspects that she's leaving them to die. Mm. I, I did like how stylized all the pumpkins were. Mm-hmm. They got a very, almost, like, Tim Burton-ish look to them. Pretty close. All right. So, uh, next week we will be off of Spooktober and we will be doing uh, something that's not spooky movies I think um, I don't know what that's going to be we can talk about Halloween how our Halloween's went yes, what we, we did for costumes if we did costumes yep. 
for sure. Okay. Have an A1 day, listeners. <laughs> Sounds about love. Sounds about love.